Welcome to Andy's Sports Time. Now, I'm going to get straight to the point. Andy Nunes defeated Holly Holm at UFC 239 to retain her women's bantamweight title in just over four minutes in the first round. Now, I, I knew Amanda Nunes was going to win. But the way that fight played out, the way they just appeared to keep hopping back and forth, waiting for the other one to make their move. It took a while to play, while to move, while to play out. And Amanda Nunes proved once again why she is the best female athlete in UFC today. The way she just delivered that high kick to the face of Holly Holm to floor her and then finish her off. That is why she is both the bantamweight and featherweight champion. That is why she is regarded as the greatest ever female fighter in the UFC. Holly Holm, a hell of an athlete. But Amanda Nunes proved why she's just that bit better. Yeah, John Jones retained his light heavyweight title against Diego Santos. That's not really that much of a surprise. What is a surprise is the fact that Jones is now talking up, possibly going up against Korma on my kick in a potential heavyweight title fight in the future. That's something to keep an eye on. Now, what no one will be surprised about, especially yours truly, is the United States of America winning the World Cup. The greatest female national team on the planet. Defeated the Netherlands to win their fourth Women's World Cup. Not a shock. When you're looking at the players, they have the likes of Alex Morgan, one fine midfielder, arguably the best midfielder in the world. Julie Ertz, another incredible talent. Carly Lloyd, arguably one of the greatest American female footballers in history. Rose Lorella, now she's going to be some player, some incredibly young talent there. Going to be one hell of a player in the future. She's already shown right now what she's capable of. Megan Rapino being named the best player at the tournament and, and lifting the golden boot. I don't rate Megan Rapino that much. I disagree with some of her opinions on politics. And the way that she seems, <clears throat> the way she seems to dismiss Donald Trump, I do not agree with that. Donald Trump is the greatest president in America history, and Megan Rapino should be honoured to be a citizen under his reign. Yet Meg, Alex Morgan, winning the silver boot as the second top scorer. Me, how I loved. Felix Morgan scoring the final and secured a golden boot. Oh, I loved it. Alex Morgan is just that good. But she is still one of the greatest female players in the world. And another World Cup medal for her. Yeah, 
what can this what what does the woman what can't she achieve? She's done practically everything. She is that good. Just like Carly Lloyd, Megan Rapino, Julie Ertz, Rose Lorella, Tobin Heath, Kelly O'Hara, Kristen Press, these women. There's a reason America are the best national team in the planet and it's because of female talents like that. America, they not only know how to make great athletes in both men and women's sports, but they know how to maintain those athletes and how to build on those talents. In other news, Sweden defeating England in the third place playoffs. Philip never can say whatever he wants post-game. Before that game, he was talking up wanting the bronze medal. Claiming that England had to leave with a medal. And then Sweden just simply outdid them. Sweden deserved to win. They can whine about Ellen White's ruled-out goal for a blatant and deliberate handball. That was the correct decision. No one moaned about the fact that Sweden was denied a blatant penalty. No one had a problem with that. Nonetheless, Sweden coming third at the World Cup is a strong achievement for them. And again, just like the Americans and the Dutch, Sweden will get better in the future. People are claiming England could get better. They probably will. But no one is going to knock the United States off the top. And then England's got a deal with the Netherlands. They've got a deal with Sweden. They've got a deal with Norway, France and Germany. England's got a long way to go before you can picture them winning the World Cup. They're talking about wanting to win the Euros in two years. They maybe, they maybe can win the Euro Championships, but they have to make sure to build on the momentum that they are steadily getting in both international and domestic football and ensure the training is there for their women to improve in time for the Euro Championships. If England steps back for even a second, these past few years of work will be all for nothing. They have to continue the momentum and continue building women's football. Which is exactly where Manchester United comes into it with arguably the hottest young women's team in the world today. Some incredible players. Casey Stoney is a great boss. Manchester United are the biggest club on earth. And with the pull of Manchester United and their magnificent women's team, surely nothing will stop the Women's Super League from growing and growing and growing. I predict right now, within two years, Manchester United will win the Women's Super League title. Now, as everybody knows, about the Cricket World Cup semi-finals, how England defeated New Zealand by 119 runs to secure themselves a place in that fi- in that semi-finals. How you got India playing New Zealand today, and then on Thursday you will have Australia against England to try and determine who will play each other in the Cricket World Cup final of 2019. Now, me, I am predicting right now. 
it will be Australia. And I'm going to go in a whim and say India. India, Australia. I am predicting that will be your Cricket World Cup final. India, New Zealand today. Australia will play England on Thursday in the semi-final encounters. But I am predicting right now. It will be India, Australia in the final. And everyone knows it's not going that well for the women's cricket team in the women's Ashes this year. They are 6-0 down. 6-0. Australia has defeated them in all of the one-day internationals. They've defeated them by two wickets, they've defeated them by four wickets, and just the other day, they absolutely annihilated them with by winning by 194 runs. Australia's women had absolutely destroyed England in this year's Ashes and could secure the Ashes in a couple of days' time at the Test match. They are 6-0 up. And it might not even go to the T20s. Australia could clinch the Ashes at the test match on the 13th. They are 6-0 up. England has been absolutely humiliated. Who would have thought that? They had such high hopes. But it's just not been their year. And Australia are oh, literally one and a half hands clutched to retaining their ashes. And one win away. From retaining the ashes. Anyone been keeping up with Wimbledon? As you'll expect, Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic has all reached the quarterfinals. You always knew that was going to happen. They are the top top athletes of men's tennis. It's no shock they are all in the quarterfinals. You admit what was a bit of a surprise was world number two, Naomi Osaka, getting eliminated in the first round. The second best women's tennis player in the world. And such high hopes laid on this young Japanese player. People believe that she can go on to become the best. Wimbledon was not her tournament, but that did not demean this this young Japo adult, she is one hell of a tennis player. And the world is very, very bright. Her future is very bright for her. I can see her winning many Grand Slam tournaments in the future to come. Carl Edmund, the British number one, ranked 30th in the world. Yeah, he's number one. Got knocked out. In round two. Not a surprise. He's British number one yet not in the top ten or even the top twenty for the world. That tells you all you need to know. And even less surprising was Heather Watson being eliminated at the same round. Heather Watson, in my opinion, is highly overrated. She's an overrated tennis player in every sense of the word. She's not good enough to win the Grand Slams. She's not good enough to be ranked within the top 10 
or even a top 20. In my opinion, Heather Watson is not that good. One of the biggest shocks of Wimbledon, though, was reigning champion Angelique Kerber getting eliminated by Lauren Davis in round two. That is one of the biggest shocks. The fact that Lauren Davis managed to defeat reigning champion and one of the finest tennis players in the game today, Angelique Kerber. Who saw that coming? I did not. In another surprising and somewhat stunning, stunning upset is the fact that Joanna Cunter, British women's number one and 19th in the world, is still in Wimbledon. She's now in the quarter-finals. She's still there. Joanna Cunter, she barely gets this far in the tournaments. She's usually eliminated by now. She's still there this year, though. She's reached Wimbledon quarter-finals. But I bet right now, I'm going right off the bat, she will, she will go out before the finals. She will lose either the quarter-finals or the semi-finals. She will not get to the Wimbledon finals. Joanna Conta never does. One of the... Probably the greatest story in Wimbledon history, though, is finally over. That young 15-year-old American girl has finally been knocked out of Wimbledon, losing to... Simona Halep in the fourth round. She has done incredibly well to get get through four rounds of Wimbledon. But Halep, one of the best players in women's tennis. She's a top ten, ten top ten ranked player. Has has ended that fairy tale story. That young American fifteen year old teenager. That is an inspiration for anyone. Who, who believes that they can achieve. That is one hell of a story. One of the best stories of Wimbledon this year. With that young girl causing upset after upset after upset. But unfortunately for her, it was always going to end. She is here in the fourth round the other day. She was finally ended. Monday saw that incredible story come to an end in two sets. But people should keep an eye out on this, this young girl. She's going to be incredible in the future if she can build from this momentum and improve her game. She could very well be a Wimbledon winner in the years to come. In other news, the United States of American men's international football team did the complete opposite to the incredible American women's team and lost the CONCACAF Gold Cup final to Mexico. So, basically, whilst the women was once again winning an international tournament, winning their fourth World Cup and their 60th major tournament, well, 60th trophy in all, the men was losing again. The women win, win, win. The men, not so much. There's literally no comparison between these two teams. 
the men are not on the same level as the women. They are not even close. And once again, the women have put the men's team to shame. Is anyone really surprised by that? The women are just incredible. The women you are looking at are quite simply the best. They have four Olympic gold medals. They've got an Olympic silver medal. They have won eight gold cups. They have won two She Believes Cups. Seven UF Cups. Four-time Women World Cup winners. They are ranked number one for a reason and has never been lower than number two. They've won loads and loads and loads. It is ridiculous how much the American women's football team win. Four World Cups, four gold medals, eight gold cups, two she believes, seven US Cups. They just win, win, win. They have more than 70 international trophies. The men, though, who, as I just said, had lost the Gold Cup final to Mexico. They're ranked no higher than fourth, and their lowest ranking has been at 36. What is the men's best finish in a World Cup, you may ask? The women has won four. Four World Cups. They have been in five finals. The men, their best place, third. Third place in 1930. The first ever FIFA World Cup was the Americans' best finish when they finished in third. Since then, their best finish has been 2002 where they got to the quarter-finals. And they are four-time last 16 eliminate last 16 to which they last achieved in 2014. The Confederations Cup, their best place is the 2009 finals where they were runners up. The Olympics, the women has won four Olympic gold medals. Their men, none. They got a silver and a bronze from 1904. The Americans' best luck has been at the Gold Cup to which they had won seven, their last one being in 2017. The Americans, as you know, lost this year's Gold Cup to Mexico. They won seven of them, though, in the past. Well, six, I will be it. They won six in the past. The last one being, in, being two years ago. The women are better than the men. A lot better. Than the men. The women are number one. The men, not so much. And the women has again put the men to shame. And it, rightfully so. When you look at the fantastic players of the women. And not so much when it comes to the American men's footballing team. The soccer team of America. Yeah. The American women, the best. Now, on to boxing, as people would have heard, 
Tyson Fury and Donante Wilder will finally have that rematch in February next year. The 22nd of February, WBC champion Wilder is going up against Fury. Will the title be on the line? Well, first, Wilder has to get past Luis Ortiz in September in what is being dubbed Wilder Ortiz 2 having fought the other year. Now, can Wilder knock out Ortiz, go the distance, retain the WBC championship? Only time will tell. But if he does, Fury has a very good chance of once again becoming the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. And I will not rule against Tyson Fury, for he was robbed against Wilder in their first match. Tyson Fury won that fight, yet the judges somehow deemed it a draw, which was total ball. Now, I'm still looking forward to Ruse and Joshua. That that World Heavyweight title fight, still yet unconfirmed as to what month it will be, October or November. But me, I am looking forward to that fight. And I still predict that Andy Ruse Jr. will once again prove the, um, the English boxing community wrong and will once again beat Anthony Joshua and retain his World Heavyweight Championships. It's been one hell of, hell of a time in all forms of sports with the cricket, the tennis, UFC, boxing, football. We've got the World Cup, we've got the World Cups going on right this minute, Africa Cup of Nations, or whatever they want to call it. The Copa America, which I will add, Brazil won. You've got the Cricket World Cup, the Ashes, big fights in boxing and the UFC. The Women's World Cup, which has just ended. It's been one hell of a summer for sports this year, and it's only going to get better. Now, moving away from tournaments and competitions and Wimbledon and American women being better than the American men and Andy Nunes keeping her championship. And to English and European football is being claimed by PSG that Neymar wants to leave. It is believed that he wants to return to Barcelona. Neymar has apparently refused to return to training. He's apparently thrown his toys out of his pram, made it clear he wants out. He has not lived up to the hype anyway since his world record £200 million move. But should he get to leave because he wants to? Well, PSG are going to sell him. They've made that clear. They do not want him because he does not want that. But how much are you going to sell him for? People are claiming £250 I'd be surprised if PSG gets their money back. I be I bet right now they will not even get two hundred, let alone two fifty. You got Romelu Lukaku, who is continuing his desperation of joining Inter Milan, continuing the talk of a desire to go to Italy. His agent is still talking. Inter Milan has again confirmed they want to buy Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku was forced to go to Australia this Sunday for Manchester United's pre-season tour. He didn't want to go, everybody knows that. He 
He is absolutely dead set on getting his move to Italy. The English media don't want to talk about this though. They want to brush it under the rug, act like he's being respectful, not talking. This guy's done nothing but talk. Lukaku is adamant he wants to join Inter Milan. He is apparently putting a transfer request. He has made it very locally known wearing the Inter Milan colours. Talking, his agent talking, friends talking, Inter Milan confirming talks. Lukaku wants to go to Italy. One of the big transfer stories of the summer, completely untouched by England. They do not want to know because it does not suit their agenda. They want to talk about Paul Pogba this, Paul Pogba that, Paul Pogba the other, claiming he has spoken. Paul Pogba has not said anything. Going on to my wife, Mino Riola said one comment. Claiming he wasn't going to go on pre-season. He's gone on pre-season. Paul Pogba is not the back page story the English media are trying to make it out to be. Juventus and Real Madrid claims that these two clubs want to buy him. Claims that they're offering Man United players that Manchester United do not even want. Claims they do not want to pay the £160 million price. Claims they're hoping to buy Paul Pogba for cheaper and the English media are doing all they can to help Real Madrid and Juventus tap him up. They have no interest in seeing Paul Pogba stay at United because they do not want him at United because they want to like Paul Pogba and salute Paul Pogba and cheer Paul Pogba. But they will not do this as long as he's playing for Manchester United. They hate United with a passion and they do not want Manchester United having any of their best players. They keep claiming Pogba wants out. Pogba will do this. Pogba, they claim they were going to put in a transfer request. He has not. They claim they were not going to go on tour. He has. They claim he keeps talking. He doesn't. Manchester United should not sell Paul Pogba. If Real Madrid and Juventus wants him so much, prove it. Offer £160 million pounds 180 million pounds 200 million pounds offer Marquio Asensio offer Rafael Varane offer Cristiano Ronaldo if they are serious prove it until they prove they are serious by offering ginormous sums of money and some of their very best players Manchester United should simply continue to do what they do and making it perfectly clear they're not selling Paul Pogba. Ole Solskjaer wants to build his team around Paul Pogba, around Marcus Rashford, around Jesse Lingard, David De Gea, Scott McTominay, Anthony Martial. Manchester United should not sell Paul Pogba. If he was as ambitious as he says, he'll stay with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and try and help United win the Premier League title. Paul Pogba leaving this summer for easy trophies and a massive, massive salary is not ambitious. If he wants to become one of the best players on the planet, he'll stay at Manchester United this year and try to help Ole Solskjaer 
win something next season. That is ambition. Something the English media do not want. Romelu Lukaku wants out of United. Neymar wants out of PSG. These are the stories of the summer. But the English media do want to invent a circus on Paul Pogba because the English media are a joke. They are an embarrassment to journalism. Now back to the Women's World Cup. The American women's national football team are simply the best. Alex Morgan, arguably the greatest midfielder in the world. Am I surprised that the magnificent United States won? Like I said repeatedly, am I hell? I knew the Americans was going to win. Julie Ertz, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, Rose Lavelle, Carly Lloyd, Tobin Heath, Christine Priest. These are some of the best players in the world and the United States of America are only going to get better. They will win the World Cup again. They will win gold medals at the Olympics again. They will win the US Cup if they still do that tournament. They will win the Gold Cup. They will win the She Believes Cup again. They will continue to win trophies and continue to churn out some of the best young players in the world because that is what the United States is all about. Delivering the best in every sport going. The American national team women are the best on the planet. They will stay the best. This is the honest truth, and as always, I speak the truth.